Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy you've tuned into the show. Whether you have listened before or you're brand new, I'm so grateful for you. You have no idea. And this episode is brought to you by my Become Aligned course. And podcasts are amazing. And I know that you know that because you guys all listen to them. And I do too. And sometimes they are not necessarily enough because while we're listening, sometimes we're passively listening and we're not actively listening. So the reason that Chris and I, Chris is my husband, the reason we've created this course is because we get asked so many questions outside of the podcast on how we started living the life that we live now, a life of happiness, of abundance, of really understanding that life is always full of problems every single day, but there's always a solution. And how do we shift back into a mindset that's going to keep us happy, keep us together, keep us successful, and keep us in thriving relationships. And that is what 
our Become Aligned course is about. Because we cover everything from mindset to the rituals that we do every single day. We talk about different energy sources that's really going to provide you with lasting energy. We talk about your purpose and what that actually means, what it is, and how it's ever-changing. We're going to tap into your beliefs. We're going to show you how to build a tribe to support where you're going. And we're definitely going to talk about wealth, abundance, money, all of the good things and how to sustain all of this. Because while, like I said, podcasts are absolutely awesome, you don't necessarily sit down and actually write out a plan for yourself. Because as much as I can sit here and tell you on the podcast what we do and how much, how many different people that I can interview, it's important that you actually learn how to apply these things in your own life. So if you've been listening for a while and you are ready to go deep and you really want to get some direct training and be able to dive into your life and yourself and your mindset, this is the course for you. I don't know about you, but I absolutely have points in my life where I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. Sometimes I hit walls where I don't necessarily feel happy anymore and I haven't sat with myself long enough. I haven't really let myself think. I haven't written out how I actually feel. And so many people who took this course said that it was completely life-changing and they revealed a lot of things about themselves, about them li- about their lives, about their relationships that they weren't really looking at or they were avoiding. And it's about having those tough conversations, not only with other people, but really with yourself and knowing that you have the tools and the access to the tools. And we're going to teach you all of the tools that you need, not only to move through things, but to actually thrive on the other side. So you guys, I would love for you to join the Aligned community. It's such a special group of human beings and you get lifetime access. This is nine different modules where you're going to be working through each area of your life at your own pace. So you might need something on abundance. You might need more on you know money. You might need more on your purpose, on your tribe. This is where you can really go deep on exactly what you need and make sure that you're not missing any of your blind spots if you are feeling stuck or if you are wondering how everyone is doing it and how they're managing it all. This is a truly honest course about how to have a thriving life and manage and deal with all of the different problems that do come up in your life and understand that not everyone is going to support you and not everyone is for you and you are not for everyone. And that's okay. It's finding your people. It's forgiving yourself. It's creating a life of abundance and choosing your own purpose and your happiness. So you guys, you can go to becomealigned.com. That's becomealigned.com. And you guys know that because you're listeners, I'm going to give you an awesome deal and an awesome discount. And I cannot wait to see you in that community. And also let me know if you join because it is such an awesome, awesome uh, community. And also I'm really proud of this course. Chris and I poured our heart and our soul into this. Everything that we've done, everything that we've learned, we've invested so much into ourselves that this is everything that we have applied in our lives. And if you want to know how we've done it, we put it all on the table. We've put it all in this course. So if you want to know, go check it out at becomealigned.com. So let's get into the show.
to start before you're ready. That's really one of my favorite concepts to jam on. And I think it's so important. And I think so many people are waiting until they feel ready. And I know Lori will back me up on this. There never will be a day where you actually feel fully prepared. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. everyone. I'm so happy to have you back. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. And on today's show, I have somebody that I'm really, really thrilled to share with you. It is a friend of mine who I have had the honor of speaking at her events. She's got an awesome event coming up. But before we dive into this intro of this podcast and talking about all of her amazingness, I want to remind you that I just launched my very first ever event love program with my co-collaborator, Lindsay Schwartz. And we could not be more thrilled. You guys, this has been a literally a life's dream ever since I started facilitating events. And ever since I went to a training with Jack Canfield, who helped me to be a better speaker, be a better teacher, learn how to facilitate, learn how to run events, learn how to monetize events. And I knew that because there is no longer programs available like this that I have been able to find, I knew that I had to create something. Lindsay and I both had a call that we wanted to help the future transformational leaders, whether you've already started doing events or whether you want to become the most confident, well-spoken, just truly authentic speaker, being able to monetize being yourself and teaching exactly what it is you're here to teach, but really getting clear on your message and learning how to share your message in a clear way. And we are all about making sure that if you want to run masterminds, run retreats, have your own events, whatever that looks like, we are going to walk you through from start to finish. You're going to understand how to control the energy in a room. You're going to understand how to speak from stage and sell from stage. You're going to understand how to sell your event. You're going to understand how to facilitate life-changing transformation. So you guys go to eventluv.com. Go check that out right now. It is happening sooner than later, you guys. We wanted to make sure that we got this out so that you were prepared to run any events that you wanted and jump into this dream career that doesn't have to be a hobby. You can get paid and paid very well because we need you. So go to eventluv.com right now to go check it out. You guys, today on my show, I have 
Angie Lee, who you guys will see, we have just always had crazy uh, fun chemistry together. And I have known her for, I think, over 10 years now. And the second we met, I think that we just ended up talking about anything and everything. And I'm super thrilled because I'm going to be speaking at her event October 4th through the 6th in San Diego. And that's called Pays to be Brave. And Angie Lee is... She started doing thousands of videos, blogs, and now she's got podcasts. She's a wellness influencer serial entrepreneur, a seven-figure digital and physical product creator. She's a top 100 ranked podcaster, speaker, and seven-figure marketing guru. So you guys tune in right now. You're going to just... Honestly, this podcast is for anybody with a goal and a vision. And it is all about three ways that we have used and that Angie uses to overcome her fears and step into this highest version of herself. So let's get started. Angie, I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so stoked. It's been a year since we've jammed and I can't believe it's been a year since your book's been out. It's, it's incredible. It's crazy. So yeah, it is absolutely nuts. I was just telling you, we, you guys, this is so great. We had a little snafu of recording and then it stopped recording. So we've had this conversation already, but I do want you to know, like Angie is, has it on her heart to write a book, which I can't freaking wait for. Um, because we were talking about how the ripple effect is like a year after the book comes out. Like you don't really get to feel the tangible like results of your book until later. It's like, well, you do all this work and then people buy it and then it takes a while to read it, right? I don't know about you, but I have like this stack of books that I'm like, okay, I bought this last year. Now is the time. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, I'll finally read that now. And it's been on your kitchen table in front of you for two years. You're like, oh, this looks great. And it came out years ago. Um, And like friends will send me a book and I'll just, I like consume it right away. I'm like, oh my God, I have to read this one. That's that's how I feel like yours is going to be. So I can't wait for it to come out. Let's hope so. <laughs> <You're writing it. laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm diving into the unknown with that. But I was I was telling Lori, you guys, it's similar with events. My event pays you brave where when you create something, whether it's tangible or live, it's so fascinating to see your community then hang out and become friends without you. It's yeah. like you are the mom and you birth these children and then they just go off and do their thing and they fly. And it's so surreal. I literally think I need someone to pinch me still. I don't know if you're like this. It's still super surreal to me that the oh, Olympics... Yeah. Last year, that room together that were strangers are now best friends or business partners. And I look at this group and I'm like, who did this? Like, that was, that's so weird. I put something on and people, sh- it's just so weird. <laughs> you know, I, okay, I love that so much because I think that we can pressure ourselves into thinking that we have to do these huge things at uh, different events or in the containers that we hold space. But you really just need to learn how to be like a master space holder because the magic will happen if you give them the container with like the, like the boundaries and directions and what does that look like? Like the facilitation. So I think people stress themselves so hard over bringing the best content and the best speakers. And I'm like, they never care. Like they, they're more, every time on my survey, Angie, they're more excited about when they get to like talk to each other and the times they get to connect than they are about all the other stuff that I stress about. So I'm like, okay, how about we just, they connect more. (laughs) And that's such a reminder for anyone listening, whether it's an IG story, a YouTube video, they want to start a podcast. People will not remember the details or the, or the perfection. And 
it's such a good reminder for me when I'm on these calls with my team about the color of the balloons when it doesn't matter if it's magenta or it's light purple. What really matters is, did we have a good time? And did I bring the best, my best Angie and my best self? And women on the forums will say, I just want to go to be in the energy of the room. I just want to be in that energy. I just want to make friends. I'm lonely. And I'm like, oh, that's why they're coming. So it's cool to get that feedback. Yeah. Really why we do events because it's so, it's so important for women to actually get off the computer and to actually go touch another human. (laughs) Right. Totally. Yeah. But if that balloon is magenta, it's just going to throw them out of there. (laughs) Ladies, if you go to Paisley Brave and the the balloon's not the color you wanted, don't DM me and tell me. (laughs) You'll have some glasses in like a big uh, bucket and just be like, go yeah, it's like, oh, it's crazy how we get obsessed with the details because we're, we become perfectionists almost. Yeah. And I oh. didn't realize I was like that. I'm like, why do I all of a sudden care about details? I usually am so chill and don't care. I think perfectionism comes from, and I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I think it comes from the fear of, there's some sort of fear in there then yeah. that they won't love me. They won't like me. It won't be enough. They'll go tell their friends it wasn't good enough. That, that has to be what it's from. Million percent. Of course you want to curate a beautiful experience, but we forget like, yes, it's about your surroundings, but I don't know about you. Like I've had some pretty epic, magical experiences, like in the jungle on the ground. So like sitting in a circle with a bunch of, I I better clarify what I mean with that. Uh, (laughs) Chris, will you please uh, on the show with like three other people, you know? So I think that's what, um, it's not that you don't want to create an epic experience, but that could be step two, three, four, five, six. Once you, you know, you get that team or whatever that looks like, like you can't be an expert in facilitation and in uh, design of the room and in XYZ, your, your energy will be drained to the point where you won't get to show up the way you want in your actual zone of genius if you're so concerned about something that is not your zone of genius. So I love that you're talking about that. Yeah. So you guys, Angie has an awesome event coming up uh, in October. I got to go last year and it was... I mean, like the, the people there were freaking awesome and it was so much fun. And... It is called Pays to be Brave and it's October 4th through the 6th. And I am so lucky to get to be speaking there again. I can't freaking wait. Like truly, it was so much fun. Tell um, them what you did last year. It was super cool. It was oh, super brave. Yeah. It was super brave. <laughs> you know, it was really fun. Okay. So it's Pays to be Brave. So I was like, all right, they're apparently they're all about the bravery. So I'm like, barely. <laughs> And you text me like a few days before. You're like, hey girl, can I do this instead? It's the scarier thing that I want to do. Or should I do what I'm supposed to do? I'm like, oh, I'm going to totally have her do what she's afraid to do. I'm like, do it. I couldn't believe you came back with do it because myself myself was like, okay, just say it. She'll probably say, oh, you know, I don't know. Stick to whatever. That might be weird for my event or maybe don't do it or whatever. And you were like, do it. I was like, shit. She said, do it. Don't ask Angie Lee about it. <laughs> oh God, she's really holding true to that her whole like woman. <laughs> like, damn it. To her whole like brand. Um, <laughs> so I did um spoken word there and just like truly spoke from my heart. It was probably one of the first events where I really, and I don't recommend this unless you've spoken a lot, but <laughs> where I really just like let go and did not plan a lot. Like I knew I was going to get to the point of planning my poem or or saying the poem, but I was like, I want to go out there and speak on fear um, and just what is coming up for me. Now, if I would have done that three years ago when I wasn't really used to doing it, it would have been a shit show. But 
I knew that I wanted to get to the place of just saying like, Hey, I feel like you right now. Like no matter what people think I've done before, I literally am putting myself in the place of something so new to me that I feel exactly like all of you right now, if you had to come up on the stage and just talk about something. So that was powerful for me to like feel them so deeply and like resonate so hard. So thank you for providing the space for that. Because what people don't know about events is it's not only transformational for the people in the audience, it's transformational for all speakers as well. Um, Like that we're all witnessing each other in the room. And that's what's so powerful about it is the witnessing of each other. Um, And you held such a beautiful space to be able to do that because you're so open and honest and show up just so vulnerable in that space. Um, and I think that all of the people that you always, um, choose and vet for your stage are all under the same, same exact feeling, same exact open heart. So that's super exciting. And today we want to share with you guys, Angie's three steps to taking massive action and busting through your fears. And I don't know about you, but these are the, these are the three things that literally I always need, because if you're listening to this podcast, you're definitely up leveling. I don't care at what point, if you're taking a little leap or you're taking the big leap, these are, it always comes back to fear yeah, and next level stuff. I love this. And it's not just for the woman who's starting. This could literally be a woman who has never put her face on IG story and she's promoting her program, her product, coaching, network marketing. This could be your first speech in front of a few hundred people or 30 people. This could be you're writing a book and I'm terrified right now because it's a new world. This could be applicable at any point. And I think it always is something we're going to have to work on. It never never really goes away. And these are three things that I love to do. And I think Lori loves to do these too. So we'll, we'll jam on how we use these. But number one is I ask myself, am I already in the worst case scenario? And this is super applicable to women in relationships that aren't serving them or jobs that aren't serving them. A lot of times we're so afraid to leave that average relationship or leave the average job because it's cushy and it's safe and it's we have a 401k and we know what we're getting paid every other Friday. But when I ask women who are afraid to leap and afraid to leave their job, because that's, that's usually who I attract is women who want to quit their job and start a side hustle and monetize what they love. I ask them, what, will happen, what would happen if you do and you fail, quote unquote? There really is no failure. But what would happen if, let's say you don't make money in the first year or two? They always say, well, I would just go back to this job I'm at right now. My boss would probably take me back. It wouldn't be a huge deal. And then they realize what they're saying and they realize they're already in the worst case scenario. And I think it's the same with relationships. I'm not a relationship expert, but I've left a relationship that wasn't amazing and wasn't totally serving me. And I think that was the same thing. I was already in the worst case scenario of not being fully happy and in love. And I was so afraid to leave, but I was already in the shitty place that I was afraid of. We're already sitting in the pain a lot of times. And I think we assume if we jump, we're not going to be in pain, but I think we're actually in worse pain if we don't jump. Um, the second one is where I weigh out the opportunity loss. So I weigh out what will it cost me to not do it more than to actually do it. And most humans are afraid of regret. And most humans, I believe, at the end of our lives are going to, are going to be more regretful of the things we didn't do than the things that we did do. There was actually a really interesting study where they interviewed people from all different ages, races, all different countries. They interviewed them on their deathbed. This is a study I read a few years ago. It was fascinating. And the one thing they all had in common is they all said that there were so many things they wish they would have done. Mm-hmm. And it gives me chills to hear that because people weren't regretting the time they left the job or said no to the thing or said yes to the thing. They were, they were mad and almost upset that they didn't have time left. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're listening to this and you're alive, obviously, and you have time left, time is our greatest asset, right? So use it to do what you actually want to do. And I think that a lot of people 
are so afraid to go to the event or start the podcast or start the company or leave the job. But what they don't realize is if you don't move, you're already, again, you're already in that pain and you're just going to regret. You're just going to feel the pain of regret more than you are of the pain of the action of it. So that's what I do. And then the last one is actually one of my favorites that I do a lot for podcasting and speaking. So if one of you ladies listening to this want to be a podcaster or a speaker and, and put yourself out there, maybe again, this is even Instagram stories or Facebook videos, and it's terrifying. I would say you're very outgoing and extroverted. I'm pretty outgoing and extroverted. I'll talk to a wall. <laughs> I'm very social, but it doesn't mean that I still don't want to kind of pee and poop my pants before I speak, right? Like I'm still a human. And so I do this thing that I didn't realize Todd Herman coined the alter ego effect. And this is in his book, but I act as if I have another version of myself. And she's super brave, she's super bold. Sometimes I'll give her a name like Sasha, Beyonce, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she is this bold, tenacious girl who will have the courageous conversation. She will pick up the phone. She will pitch. She will get up on the stage and act as if she's been there. She'll walk into the room and feel like she's worthy. And that woman is who I have to harness. Even if I feel like I'm acting and faking it for a moment, I have to harness her before I step on stage or before I press record. So that has been really helpful for me. It's almost as if I have two versions of myself, which you're like, is this crazy? It is, it is crazy, but it's actually really healthy to know that we have these two versions. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. There is so much goodness in all of that. So I'm going to go back to the first one. Um, am I already in the worst case scenario? I freaking love that because I have never said that. Here's what I use. Now I'm going to use both of these. Mm. <laughs> so am I already in worst case scenario? If I, even if for some reason I find that I'm not, so here's something that I do. So here's what I'm even doing right now with this thing that I want to start. I'm sitting in what I believe is worst case scenario. So I'm, well, I'm going to what I think is my picture of worst case scenario. So what I'm afraid of. So what I do is I picture like losing everything and I picture like what people will think of me and I picture... Just like, what is the worst possible thing that could happen? Like me really thoroughly screwing up and I meditate on it and I sit in that pain and I'm like, okay, that really sucks. But I also know that I am fully capable of coming back from it. And then I go and sit in, what if I don't do it? So what you were talking about on the second one. And I put those together in like a meditation for myself. And I sit in that every morning of, you know, what could be the worst case scenario? Or like you said, am I already in it? A lot of people are, but then there's, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Then there's people like you and I who have a little more, more to lose. We've made, maybe we've made more money. Maybe we have our businesses. Maybe we have these relationships. Maybe we feel like we have a reputation, which is all ego and super messed up anyway. But like, it's real. You're a human being. So you feel like you might have a little more to lose. And, um, you know, there's a lot of value in like having nothing to lose and being at rock bottom when you're first starting out. So actually when people are like, I'm at rock bottom, I'm too scared. I'm like, no, that's more valuable. (laughs) Yeah. You have literally less to lose. (laughs) Exactly. So I, I'm always like weighing out like you exactly what you said, what's the opportunity loss. And I sit in it like on my deathbed, am I going to be okay with this life every day? Like, am I going to be able to wake up and not feel super on purpose every day? And like, am I going to be able to find a lot of purpose and passion in the mundane? And and if your answer is yes, that's great too. But I don't think I'm, I don't think we're speaking to her today. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, another thing that just came to mind, and I think you've discussed this a few times over the years, and I love this concept of if you have an idea or you have a voice, you have something that you want to get out there, it almost feels like it would kill you for you to not do it because you want to be the person who executes the idea or the creative idea. And it's almost as if the universe... Who is this who, who talked about this concept where the universe decides... To, to give a few people the opportunity. And then if you don't execute on it, it's on to the next person. I think it was Plato, I believe. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, Plato. who is that? I think so. <laughs> um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's an actual... Um, whoever is super smart listening to this is laughing, but... <laughs> They're like, oh God. But it, it does. And it's, it's, I think it's a healthy motivator, not to the degree of ego or competition, but to a, I, I really want to be the person who holds this. I want to be the vessel that does this because even the book concept, I sat for a minute and thought of another person writing it and then going to the bookstore and realizing that she wrote it. And it killed me inside. It really, really hurt me. And I think it was a sign like, Angie, just do it. Just put it out there. Just do it because you want to be the vessel for it. Just do it. So I think sometimes that's it as well for women who are super creative, but are afraid to press publish. It's like, just get it out there because someone else is going to eventually. And that's fine. Million percent will. Yeah. Again, and it is, it's, it's the theory of how ideas are delivered and it's like, they're all out there and they're being put on a lot of people's hearts, but it's whoever decides to leap at it first or, and I want to talk about this too. Like, even if it did come out, because there were a lot of books on Tribe that were coming out. And then as my book was coming out, people were really talking about it. But you were still, I was still saying it in such a different way that it's like, it's good. Everyone's going to find their flavor. So even if someone's like, oh, see, this idea did come out or that came out. Oh my God, you guys, how many brands of like freaking soda are out there that keep coming out on it? What I can't believe, Angie, is I go to Whole Foods and every time I'm there, there's a new kombucha brand. And guess who wants to try it? Me. Yeah, so, because I'm a freaking consumer. So don't forget that the people you're going to sell to, we love to consume. And one brand of kombucha is not enough for me. <laughs> not enough. I need all of them. Oh man. What about the alter ego effect? Do you do this before you speak when you're nervous and you're just kind of like in your head versus in your heart? Do you ever pretend that you're almost like you're someone else? It's still oh, you, yeah. but it's someone braver. A million percent. I feel like I disappoint people when I meet them because I'm like, oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm Lori is just as cool in real life. Okay, I promise you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, am I supposed to be super extroverted at this dinner? Because right now I feel like just being really quiet, like, yep. or like just keeping to myself. And I'm like, oh, do you think I'm that person that's always on the podcast and like super outgoing? Because it's it's you tap into that personality that just pushes that out. And whether you think you have it or not, I. I didn't necessarily think I had, there was a, a, there's a knowing that you're like, you can, if you can see yourself on stages or you see yourself bigger than you've even spoken to people before, like, as far as like, you don't let people know that this person's inside of you, they're in you. They're just waiting to come out. Um, you just, they need the platform and they need the stage and they need the practice. Um, but absolutely. I use that all of the time. Like before I go on stage, I'm just like, I, I say a prayer. I'm like, God, take the wheel. Like let, you know, I just want, let me become the person who like can like infiltrate their hearts and like have them hear what they need to hear. And like, let me be the biggest, wildest, craziest, most fun version of myself. Because when I'm on stage, I ask, actually ask now for like my fun version of myself to come out. I'm like, let me be funny. Let me like knock down their walls. Let me, whatever that looks like. But then I'm like, if that's not how you want me to be, I also let go. 
So, but whatever it is, I'm like, let me be big, you know? I love that. Yeah. I say, just have fun and yeah. then let me be the most brave version of myself. What would brave Angie say? Would she crack that joke? Because there's a version of me that's like, God, they won't think it's funny. What if it doesn't land? That's weird. But then the brave version of me is like, just say it, say the weird thing. And so it's interesting to, to have those two talking to each other when you're live on a stage and you can't edit it. It's not like a podcast where you can put the joke back in. Yeah. Like, damn it, do I either be bold and say it or not? Like, you got to be quick on your feet and decide in the moment, which makes public speaking really terrifying, but still yeah. fun. That's, don't you love like comedians for that reason? Sometimes before my event, I'll watch comedians because I need to see how fearless they are at going for a joke that could totally flop. Like, it's like my secret dream career. So if one day you guys are like, what happened to Angie Lee? She became a stand up comedian, but I love them. I think they're so incredible. I love studying them. And I think they're such a sign of courage because they're fear, they're scared. They're very scared. I don't think they're fearless at all. I think they've rehearsed a lot. So I think there's value in knowing that that wasn't just a random witty joke on their feet. That was extremely rehearsed. So that's something to keep in mind for your, these ladies listening is that to decrease fear, you have to increase preparation. So be prepared. Show up prepared. Don't just... There's a level of winging it, but there's also a level of not... Oh. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like, okay. So even when I was saying, that's why I was like, I don't even know if I want to share that about like, I use that event to just kind of like come out and speak. Yeah. I, I had been speaking and using my podcast and like knowing full faith that even I had a bit of an outline in my head of where to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but like preparation for me, no matter what is the only way for me to feel more solid but also just massive action, asking what I need in that moment. That's another huge one. I'm like, if I can't, if I can't seem to like get a grip, if I'm freaking out, I'm like, okay, well, what do you need to feel safe right now? And a lot of times the answer is like, I need to talk to a friend, like someone who's doing this right now. Like I need to call Angie to see if she feels this way. Yeah. I need to just say, is this normal right now? Like a lot of times we just want to hear, is this normal? And you're like, hell yeah, it's normal. Like we're all freaking out. Oh my God. That's so true. Is this normal? I love that. We feel like we're all human and we're in this together. It's like imposter syndrome. I don't mm-hmm. think it ever really fully goes away. They, they say that Oprah, minutes before they press go live or they're on air, she'll still say sometimes like, what am I doing? Like, it's almost like, who am I to be doing this? It's like this yeah. real moment. And they're like, oh yeah, get back into my body. This is me. I can do this. I'm available for this. I can hold this space. And you almost have to give yourself that reality check. I think as your brand grows, I think you even feel... I don't know. I think more imposter syndrome comes on because you have this sense that you have to be perfect or that they see you in this light when you see yourself. And I see myself as just (laughs) the regular weird nerdy girl and who's not cool. So So it's like really matching up all of that. It can be crazy. So especially for you ladies listening who are, are thinking like, who am I to be a coach or who am I to sell these products online? I think realizing that I don't love fake it till you make it, but I do love embodying the most bold version of you as mm-hmm. soon as you can and as much as you can because eventually she becomes the primary in your body because it never goes away. I don't think you ever are like, I'm amazing and now I'm going to go sell shit. Like, <laughs> like, I don't think that's what happens. I, even me, I'm like, oh my God, what if this is a stupid idea for this event? But then it's like a thousand people already signed up. I'm like, why are you signed up? Right? Yeah. So it's like this weird part of me that 50% is like, this is going to be great. I'm the best. Then the other part of you is like, oh my God, you can't do this. And I think that fear gremlin conversation is just so, so fascinating. Okay. So let's talk about that a little bit because I think, so I think there's fear, but then I think there's the feeders of fear. So they're like, oh, I'm just scared because I haven't done this before and I could fail. But there's a million things that go into, into that, like the different feeders. And I think that 
what we're feeding is an actual habit of of comparison and of jealousy and of going back to our failures or of playing a story in our head of what people making up a story, right? So for a lot of people that you hear, because I know we get so much feedback on a daily basis from people of they want to do what we're doing, but they're afraid to be doing X, Y, and Z, whatever the hell that is, or something similar to what we're doing. And a lot of what is stopping them when you get granular is like, comparison, jealousy, it's all been done before, whatever that is. So talking about that as it's a habit, right? We, it's a habit to go on Instagram and go compare yourself. Yeah. It's a habit to go and be jealous of your friend who might be doing a little better than you right now because she did something more, whatever that looks like, or it's her time. Um, so what do you say to those women? Mm. Two things come to mind immediately. One... I think that comparison is now and, and jealousy or or feeling like I want that girl's life is now one, I actually think it's a beautiful representation of what's possible. So mm-hmm. if I see a woman crushing it, and I'm sure this happened even with your book, they're like, I want to write a book and I want it to do well. And that there's that feeling, but then it's like if she can do it, I can do it too. We're the same human. So she's leading the way and she's showing what's possible. So now if I'm scrolling and I'll try not to get into this habit, but I'm still a human and this will happen, I'm like, damn it, I want that, or I want that life or why can I have that? One, it's giving myself a reality check that sometimes I'm not, I'm not ready to be that woman yet to execute that. And I need to go through some more failures or I need to go through some years of life. A lot of times it's people 10 years older than me. Of course, they've figured that out. They're a lot, they've had more time on this earth. So being kind to myself and saying, hey, it's just a time issue. It's a haven't failed enough issue. It's a, if she's doing it, of course, it's possible for you then. And I actually love seeing women crush it and have things that I want. I'm like, that's cool. I want to see my book in Walmart one day. So if she's seen her book in Walmart, I, I can't wait for that moment too. May not be for another five years, but it's showing us what's possible. And then I also love to do a healthy reality check of, do I actually want her lifestyle? Do I want her life? And we don't really know what it's like. And I think you and I have jammed on this with even public speaking. People see people speaking all the time every weekend and think that it's the, the life, but we don't see the realities of that energy investment and the time investment and what that lifestyle would look like. So whenever you gals are scrolling, if it's Lori, me, anybody else you're even looking at, you, what you want in life may not be what we want. And that's okay. And I don't think we're all supposed to have the same lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's something I kind of do do. Just That's something I do as well, just to get myself back to a grounded place of like, okay, focus on you, blinders on, don't waste time thinking about what she's doing because it's not worth your time. <laughs> it's so not worth your time. It's like, how do you... So what are some things that you would do or help someone with when they're stuck in the scroll and the comparison, like Mm. go do something different. Do you say something quick to yourself? Because I I think for me, what's really powerful is I literally do everything that you just said to a T, which you guys, if you're listening to this, like when I had asked Angie, if she has three steps of like, um, you know, taking action and breaking through fear and she named them. And I was like, holy shit, I do the same thing because there are tried and true things that work. And I'll tell you the more conversations I have and Angie, I know you know this from your podcast and just from, you know, like when you up level the group of people you hang out with, like success obviously leaves clues and there's a path. It's going to look a little different, but there's going to be things that I'm like, oh, I do that. I say that. We do this. Oh my God, that's what I've figured out. Oh my God, that's how I have to look at it. So everything that she said is everything that I do. So if you can get this on lockdown, it's pretty much gonna for sure work for you because you're a human. And I do think that there are historical truths. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you can't change a truth. It's a truth. 
So I do believe that these are like historical truths for people. So um, you calling it here, making history, Angie, historical <laughs> truth.com. So it's going to go by that. But it's also, which I know this word is so overused in the personal development world. I feel like the hot words right now are like abundance, holding space, right? Especially down here in San Diego. But I actually just got a tattoo of an ampersand. So it's an and sign. And it's a good reminder for me, especially as a creator too, to remember that just because I'll give you guys a very tangible example, just because let's say 500,000 or a million people buy Lori's book, doesn't mean that they're not also going to go buy mine or someone else's who's in that same field of personal development for females. And it's weird that our brain thinks, well, if they're going to go buy one thing, they can't go to another, right? You have an event, I have an event. They can actually go to both. They should go to both because they're very different in great ways. You have things you can't provide there. And it's, it's, it's really interesting when you get to that point when you realize there's millions of humans who need our help. And we actually only need a very small, small part of the market to actually monetize or to make it full time. So why am I, why are we even worried about this lack of abundance? We can all buy everybody's book and go to everyone's events. And it isn't an either or. And that was huge for me is taking out the or. Number two is I consume more than I create. So I have this, this commitment to myself every day that if I'm going to make an IG post or do IG stories, I need to get those done before I'm consuming a bunch of other people's. Because what happens is next thing you know, it's 3 p.m. and I feel like a piece of poop because Cheryl did 8 million stories about something cool and I didn't. And I'm like, ah, I'm sitting on my couch eating. Damn you, Cheryl. Damn, Cheryl. I'm here eating my potato chips. So I feel like create more than you consume. I say create three to three to four times more than you consume ideally, especially in the beginning, be in that creation zone. And then this may sound a little taboo, but I think it's healthy to go in seasons where you unsubscribe from people who make you feel that way. And so like email lists, I'll just go through and be like, clean up, clean up, clean up. Because if I'm constantly hearing about creative ideas of other things, then I'll, I'll think, oh my God, I have to go do that. And especially if you are writing a book, they'll say like, don't read a lot of books in that genre for a bit. You can go back and read them whenever you want. But just for that year that you're writing it, just don't read any. Yes. Kara Leba, my friend who you know as well, Kara Leba told me this. And she was like, don't read books for a while. I'm like, what do you mean? I love books. She's like, just don't, because you're going to feel like you're, you know, have the words come through you always and just have a clean slate. So I'm just kind of resetting a clean slate. Yes. And I think a lot of girls do need to unsubscribe from people that make them feel like a piece of poop. If you're following Sharon, who has a six pack and six kids and she lives in Hawaii, well, just don't follow her for a bit because she's great and all, but maybe you just need two months to like realize that you're enough and not see Sharon in her six pack and her six kids every day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's all probably edited anyway. Those are fake children and fake apps, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's all fake. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like Instagram is like these models all day long. Yeah. These oh my God. You're just like, oh man, oh man. <laughs> the, the double sixer will get you every time. <laughs> it's so true, but it's all, it, a lot of it is edited. So ladies. It really is. Like truly, because I'm just like, yeah. no, this takes so much work. So you have to decide what you want to be. Like, I, I love that. Decide what you want to be. Decide who you want to follow. Decide where you want your energy to go. That's been so huge for me because there's the whole... There's a million different trains, right? It's like, go on people's stuff. Make sure you're commenting. Make sure you're supporting. This is going to be a great idea. And then you're like, wait, maybe this is bad for me for the season that I'm in. So I do think it's going to be like, like you said, like massive pivots. Maybe it's going to be for a little while you have to do that. If you're... Here's the deal. I feel like if you're feeling confused and you're feeling lost, there's obviously something wrong with what you're doing right now. So even just try the opposite to get a different result. So I think sometimes people are like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, just do the opposite then. 
If you are like a CrossFitter, go do yoga. Like if you are consuming a bunch of fitness people right now or a bunch of business women or people who have events, please only consume other people or stay off that. Like, like I was talking about, like when I wanted inspiration, I was like, I don't want inspiration from people in this genre because I feel too much like I need to be. It's it's funny. I'm like, oh my God, I can't, you know, look at Marie Forley or Gabby Bernstein or Danielle Laporte for a while while I was writing my book or doing like some speaking stuff because they inspire me so much Mm -hmm. that I didn't want to feel like I I found that I was like, Oh, I need to be them in order to like do this. So I had to kind of watch that for a while and totally pivot and do like the comedians and the totally different genre and what actresses and what poets and like, why? Because I wanted to like really experience a totally different side of myself that made me start thinking more and, and someone who I was less likely to compare myself to yeah. and be inspired by. So you have to take big pivots in what you're doing if you're feeling like, okay, this got me to where I need to be to begin, like to start the thing or to get the thing where I need. But now if it's making you feel bad, it doesn't make them bad at all. You'll go back to them, I'm sure. Or if not, you'll go to something different. But that's so important to say because there are people who have told me, and I know probably even for you, they're like, I've had to stop watching you because I felt so bad for a while. And I'm like, great. Oh, consume someone else, you know? Um, It's a weird place to be when you hear it. But then it's also like, I totally get it. Totally get it. Yeah. I I had this conversation with a friend the other day and I was like, oh my God, there's this moment of, I need to be Brene Brown then because my my message is about fear and courage. And it's like, no, I don't. My my job on this planet is not to go be Brene Brown, who's like 20 years older than me. Amazing. I love her, but that's not my job here. Am I supposed to just duplicate what she's doing? No, it's my story of courage and my story of bravery and a different generation and a different human's perspective of it. And my goal is to be the best Angie Lee that I can be before I die. I mean, that's really your goal as well, to be the best Lori Harder you can be. And I don't, I wouldn't, I would hate for a girl to think that then she has to write her book like mine. And it's just, it becomes this really vicious trap of everyone's basically creating the same content and then nothing's original. And I think being a creative is about really getting the downloads from wherever it comes through. And I don't know about you, but most of my, my posts that I do the best, my content that does the best is the ones that was just purely a download while I was in yoga on a walk. I create actually all my content on walks and I just voice it to myself in my notepad. And that's when it feels good. It feels genuine. It feels authentic. And then I don't feel like anyone else posted about this and it just feels good. And it converts better too. So I think the energetics behind your post is really important, ladies, because I get this question on Instagram and, and content it should come from your heart and feel like it's something you have to get out there and and the post will do better. If you feel like you're creating that post because it's trendy or because another fitness coach created it, then it's probably not going to do well because you're not... The energetics behind the post is not there. Oh man. I'm so glad you... Because... And we are going to have our posts, right? That like, you just need to get content out. So, but I do love... That's what I do too. I put it in my notes section. I'm like, oh, I got to post about that. So I will always be... Because you need to. Otherwise, you go to sit down. I sit to go record, you know, a couple podcasts every week. I'm like, I don't know what to say. So now I have to get them while I'm inspired or in inspiration. If you guys are like, I'm just not getting inspiration, then you probably need to switch up some energy in your life. You got to totally go mix up that energy because when I'm not inspired, it's because I'm doing the same damn thing all the time. Um, and, And basically it's just about getting new perspective in your life because you're looking at the same thing the same way every day. So you got to go get a new angle, whether that's a new workout or a new group of friends or 
whatever it is, like a new angle will bring so much new perspective, which will inspire you to talk about it. Um, so, okay. So we have our three steps, which are freaking awesome, but I want to wrap up. Number one, I want to make sure people know how to get to your event. You get on a plane or a train or <laughs> how do you get there? <laughs> you jump in your car, a, a scooter, a wagon, <laughs> a horse. Um, you guys can go to paisybrave.com, snag a ticket. You guys can use the code Lori for $100 off tickets. My team just activated that this morning. So Lori for $100 off tickets. Come see Lori, me all the and all the other amazing speakers. And it's going to be a blast in gorgeous San Diego. So if you gals have never been to San Diego, it's like a little slice of heaven. So you're going yeah. to love it. Oh God. I mean the fact that the event is there, it's kind of like, come to San Diego and there's this event. Um, <laughs> I know. It's, it's literally like the, the best energy. It's so calm. It's so clean. It's a very creative energy too. So it's just it's a nice little getaway, especially for you moms who maybe live in the Midwest and you, you just need to get away from you know crazy husband you know, and kids. We have lived in the Midwest and you can get some really great weather. It's, fantastic. it's like so freaking dreamy. Yeah. Um, okay. What's one last thing that you want to leave everybody with just around becoming the highest version of yourself, going after your dream. Oh, not caring what other people think. That's what I want to hear about. Ooh, that's... I, I didn't even... I didn't even realize we would riff on that today. And then it turned into not giving a shit about what other people think. But <laughs> I guess my closing remark would be to start before you're ready. That's really one of my favorite concepts to jam on. And I think it's so important. And I think so many people are waiting until they feel ready. And I know Lori will back me up on this. There never will be a day where you actually feel fully prepared. So you do your best. You'll bring your bravest version of yourself. But I wasn't ready to host events. And then I hosted events. I just Googled it. I think I text you and Chris. I'm like, hey, some pointers. And then you guys were awesome and, and totally gave me feedback. And then I hired a planner and just kind of figured it out along the way. And I think whatever you ladies are doing, it's, it's not like you're an expert at something and then you do it. And you mm -hmm. just have to find out in the process and you just have to get a little messy with it. So that would be my message to you today. If you're listening to this and you feel like you need to wait or put it off, you have to start before it feels completely ready. Mm, amen. So true. Yeah. Okay, you guys, if you love this episode, make sure you text it to a friend right now and definitely, definitely tag Angie and share on stories what your biggest takeaway was. And of course, if you are coming to the event and to get your tickets, it's all in the show notes, you guys. So you can just head on over there. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Toodles. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily 
to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? 
In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.